Hello, Ashley. Taryn Renee. Hello. <laughs> hello. Hi. Did you know? No. It's impossible to hum while holding your nose. Try it. <laughs> when you say holding, you mean like clothes? Yeah. Holding clothes? <laughs> yeah. I guess the air comes out of your nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I love that that's the first sounds people hear yeah. this episode. <laughs> oh, shoot. Welcome. They're like, what are we listening to? If this is the first time you've ever listened to our podcast, I swear we're cool. And no, we actually advise. We we're actually not. advise, okay? We have solid. Anyways. I'm done. Hello, everyone. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back to Unsolicited Advice. I'm Ashley. That's Taryn. Taryn. And we uh, we are the podcast that gives you advice on things that you write into us, and it's been so yes. fun because you guys share all of your all of your life situations. It could be fun, it could be sad, it mm-hmm. could be lots of you know questions, big questions, it could be scary. Yeah, and I feel like we've we've lived a lot of lives thanks to you guys. Seriously, <laughs> it's funny like how often me and Ash will be like talk we'll be like with friends right mm-hmm. and like talking about random stuff and then we'll be like oh my gosh so someone wrote it in the podcast and we'll like share stuff that we've like heard from you guys or talk about well you or know what's even about. funny is i'll be like oh yeah i know someone who who blah 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 blah, blah. and then i'll be like oh i guess that was a podcast <laughs> <laughs> listener not like a friend you know they like, are well friends. no no no. that's not even that's not, that's not even like i'd be like oh i was just talking to someone the other day and i'm like well I guess it was on the podcast. Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that happens to me constantly. Oh my gosh, all the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. We fun. are nothing without fun. you. Fun things. Nothing. Um, is it's, there anything new we want to talk It's almost the end about? of January. Oh, dear God. Don't, Isn't I that like, wild? Yeah, this has gone by, this year has gone by really fast. Did anyone set goals? And slow? Are we achieving? I don't even want to talk about mine. <laughs> I've, I really have not kicked in yet. <laughs> you know what? I Baby steps. Baby steps. What I, like... I don't know. The more like, I feel like resolutions I've learned, the more specific you are, the more you kind of like get set up for failure. Mm. So I feel like, I don't know. Cause like, I remember like when I was younger, I used to be like, I'm going to work out five days a week or I'm going to like lose 30 pounds. Like, which was so sad. Mine were always like based off weight. Cause that was something I like definitely mentally struggled with. Yeah. 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 Um, but then it'd be like, I'd have a week where like I couldn't work out and I'm the type of person that like once I fail at something, mm-hmm. I'm like, forget it. Like yeah. I, I don't reset well because mm-hmm. I'm so competitive and like whatever. So, um, yeah, I just feel like life is so, uh, what's the word? Unpredictable. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like when you're so specific, like you don't take into account like everything that comes with it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I've learned to be much more like 
you know what, this year I'm going to work on really trying to like take care of myself or prioritize like my career or whatever it is. And I try to make a more broad and ideas of stuff that is going to be a lasting impact, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, So all that to say, I've definitely thought about those things, but just because like, like I already would be so mad at myself because I'd be like, oh, you didn't do like this, this and this. Yeah. But I'm more just like, no, no, no. This is like a sprint. That's so interesting not to a marathon. me because Wait, this is a ma- marathon, what? not a sprint. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Um, that's so interesting to me because I feel like I'm almost the opposite. Whereas like, I feel like if I'm broad, then I don't have something specific to focus on and then nothing gets done. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely more like, I I need specific. Otherwise I won't do it. Yeah. Which is so weird. No, but that makes sense to me. (laughs) Like you're, uh, you're like a list person. Like you're like one of the things that stuck the most was I was Two years ago, I think, I was like, I'm going to make my bed every day. That was one of my resolutions. Yeah. Stuck. Yep. Because it was so specific. <laughs> like, so every on, morning, make your bed. And on then- days that you don't, does that affect you? Yeah. Okay. But you're able to just be like, okay, I'll do it tomorrow. Uh, it's not even that. It's like, <coughs> oh, it's 5 p.m., make your bed. Got it. Just because I didn't do it in the morning doesn't... It's Today's not over. Yeah. <laughs> Do better, Ashley. That's literally Where what I'm I say like, in my head. Oh, it's ruined. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I even try? It's like, I missed my window and now it's it's yeah. made all day. And I'm like, yeah. I'm opposite. I'm like, you still have time to check it off. Which I think my is so important because me. I think we tend to just be like herd mentality of like, oh, this is how everyone else does res- resolutions. This is how I should do them. But you really have to like check in with yourself and like. What feels right know? to you. Yeah. yeah. Look at us. Anywho, learn a, from us. <laughs> I don't. Well, I don't know where my voice. I don't cracked so intensely. Um. Okay. I uh, can I read a tarot app? Yeah, I would love. Do you want to describe what it is? Yeah, guys. If this is your first time listening, where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> um, the tarot app segment is one of my absolute favorite segments. Basically, this started because my bestie over here is. <laughs> so awkward and clumsy and the funniest stuff happens to only her and I thought it was a thing that only happened to Tara and Renee but then when she started sharing her life situations you guys started writing in and going wait no this happens to me too and your guys' stories are hilarious so we created a whole segment yep called tearing it up where you guys can send in just the most embarrassing awkward stories so if you have one Please send it. This is this is your sign to write it in. And honestly, like you can be anonymous. Someone get this girl a cough drop. <laughs> you can be anonymous. <laughs> Sounded like a smoker um, over there. The air is very dry today, Ash. <laughs> um, you can be anonymous. You could write in like literally your most embarrassing. Yeah. No one needs to know. No one needs to know. We need to know. Yeah. But we all need to know, but like we don't need to know. Yeah. This one is titled Actually. I'm not going to say the title. Ooh. Does it give too much away? Yeah. Okay. 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 (laughs) My name is Brooke and I am a new listener and love the pod. Welcome. My sister told me about it and now I have gotten me and all my friends hooked. My girl. Yes. Slow clap. We need it. (laughs) We should do that. that. Wait, let's do the clapping intuition. Ready? (laughs) <laughs> don't I we have to close our eyes yeah. <laughs> ready okay okay I was like wait this is so easy okay wait wait okay that was 
was close. Off. That was off. But it was close. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> me too, me too, me too. I want to watch that video back. Because I literally do. was. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um, for some backstory, I am like Taryn in the way that all the things embarrassing happen to me. But this is all partly my fault to begin with because I'm super clumsy. I'm always spilling things and sometimes I forget to pay attention. Okay, here's the story. It was Christmas and my aunt, uncles, and cousins had moved houses a few months prior. My sisters, my cousins, and I have busy schedules, so this was our first time seeing the house. It was all good, well, until my younger cousin started to cry. She was six at the time and I was 12. My mom reminded me that I had brought a portable karaoke mic in the car because I thought it would be fun to use, and she told me to go and get it so we could cheer up my crying cousin. I thought this was a great idea, and I went to go get it. I love a portable karaoke mic. I've never had one, and I feel like that's best for everyone in my life. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) I feel like you would wake me up with it. (laughs) What's the weirdest thing you hear walking by my room? You talking to Charlie. (laughs) Oh, I had a full I had a full revelation the other day because we always one of our favorite shows as a household is uh, New Girl. And I've always my whole life. I've always been like, Taryn, you're just like she has the most just personality. She's a teacher, like works with kids and like is just fun, goofy, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then it hit me one day. <laughs> it hit me because I was walking down the hall. And I remember, for those of you that don't know, I live across my room is across the hall from Taryn's. I walk to my room and all I hear is her talking to Charlie and I realized Taryn Renee is Winston <laughs> because Winston has his cat Ferguson and all he does is weird stuff in his room with his cat and I was like that's Taryn and, and I love puzzles it, <laughs> Winston is about to do some puzzling <laughs> I, I hate I hate I hate it, but it's, it's so true. It really is. It's so it true. Really is. It's so funny. I love it. It's my favorite story to tell. <laughs> you know what? Maybe that's why, like, when I first started watching it, I was like, he wasn't my favorite character. <laughs> the more I watched it, the more I was like, why do I love him he so much? Because he's, he's me. an underdog, and, and I don't think people give him enough credit for how funny he is. <laughs> It's because the Schmitz of the world take over, yeah, you know, yeah, but yeah. like Winston's hilarious. This literally only new girl fans are laughing right now. Yeah. Everyone else is like, get back to the story. Yeah. We hear you. Okay. We hear, Don't we're yell. going. Gosh, Don't raise your voice. Okay. Jeez. Um, I put my coats and boots on because winters get cold up here in Canada. Oh. I've still never been to Canada and I would love. I've been once. I want to go to see a hockey game in Canada. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> Anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, then went to get the mic. I got it and then walked back into the house. Oh, I hung my coat, took my boots off because of the layout of their house. When you walk in, you can take the stairs up or you can go down a hall into the kitchen. My cousin was upstairs in her room crying when I left and I wanted to go to find her and show her what I had. So I walked up a few stairs and looked up, but weirdly her room looked empty I walked back down and went into the kitchen and my family was gone and there was just a lady standing there. I was confused and thought maybe my family went outside and for some reason my my cousin's other grandparents came while I was in the car and that's who I was seeing. But no. before I could think anymore, the lady goes, I am so sorry, but I think you have the wrong house. No. <laughs> Don't worry. This happens all the time. My name is Linda. <laughs> 
How sweet. What? Linda sounds that like was she's her the response. sweetest. I would have, I don't know what I would have done. I mean, luckily, she's 12. And she has like a karaoke mic. Like, she's clearly yeah. not a threat. Yeah. But still, it would be like, it there's been a child startling. in my house. There's a yeah. random child. Oh, yeah. yeah. I apologize and then walk back into my cousin's real house, which was next door. I am now 14 years old and a freshman in high school. And to this day, my family finds this hilarious. And whenever we go to my cousins, they always ask me if I want to go say hi to Linda. (laughs) Thanks so much for reading my story. Lots of love, Brooke. Linda. Linda. What a gem Linda is. Linda. I think she is a gem. Yeah. I have... Have I walked into the wrong... I think I have walked into the wrong house once um, when I went to, like, a gathering at this random person's house. And it was the same thing where, like, I walked in for a second and then I walked out to go get something for my car. And when I came back, it was, like, the wrong door. Yeah. But it was very... Like, literally, like, as I went to open this... It was, like, a screen. Yeah. I made eye contact with this, like, man inside. And then I was, like... This is the wrong house, huh? And he was like, yeah. And then I like booked I've, it. But I've never done that. But the closest I ever came actually happened this past Halloween. My friends were having a Halloween party. And I've been to their house multiple times. So I felt like very confident walking up there. But I hadn't been in a while. Yeah. But I've been multiple times. But I hadn't been in a minute. Yeah. And it was dark. And there was like Halloween decor on all the houses. So I'm walking up with uh, two friends of mine who had never been to this house before. So they're <laughs> fully trusting me. And like, oh, the same thing. Like, we we get very close. And we like look through the window. And I make eye contact with someone. And I was like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> and then I was like, well, it's a party. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And then I walk over to the door. And I see more people. And I was like... I don't know anyone. <laughs> and then I like have a full blown, like I was like, is this the right house? And I was Where like, am I? it's not the right house. It was the house next door. And it was so funny. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't, I didn't actually walk in. There and was no, your there was no Linda <laughs> confrontation. Oh, <laughs> she sounds sweet. Oh man. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hello, everyone. It's Taryn and Ashley from Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now. 
Just go to unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com. I'm going to go ahead and dive into my story yes. for today, which is titled, Should It Be a Buy for Now or for Forever? Oh. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Let's take a guess. Oh, you already know. I'm going to say it's probably forever. I was going to guess forever. Just feels right. Yeah. We'll see. Hi, Taryn and Ash. I adore you both and all that you do. I've been an avid listener to the podcast and consistent viewer of both your YouTube channels for years now. And I couldn't be more grateful that I have crossed paths with the two of you via the Aww. internet. That's so nice. You guys are too kind. You are. First, to get this out of the way, I'd like to remain anonymous. And now let's get into it. <laughs> I like how she worded that. <clears throat> I love when people specify in the beginning. Yeah. And it's like anonymous. It's in bold. Like it's like yeah, anonymous. It's like I am anonymous. Check. Got it. Do not say my name. Yes. We've never. Knock on. Knock on wood. It hasn't We've happened We've never. Yet. Yeah. Going into this podcast, we were like, we are going to get an email one day. <laughs> where Even like, if we said no. We like, I feel like we err on the cautious side. Like if someone sends an email, but they don't put anonymous or a name. We assume. I don't like read the name that's in the email address. Yeah. I'm like, I'm let's like, just anonymous. assume. Yeah. Anonymous. <laughs> anonymous. Okay. For the past 10 months or so, I've been feeling emotionally hurt and personally disregarded by one of the most important people in my life. Oof. My disregarded? Best disregarded. That's a very strong and sad word. Mm -hmm. oh, sorry. Um, by one of the most important people in my life, my best friend, and let's call her Kelsey. Mm. Kelsey and I have been best friends for a long time and it'd be an understatement for me to say that my friendship with her was the best friendship I've ever had but that was before she consistently started prioritizing other people above me she would make excuses to not hang out with me and I would later find out that she would hang out with someone else in that time or a lot of times she would make plans with me but then cancel last minute because inevitably quote something came up there was one time she deliberately chose to hang out with another person while I was deeply struggling and she knew I needed her. Mm. Also recently, she's left me on, quote, delivered a couple times for more than 24 hours when we were in the middle of a conversation. And for the past couple months, her responses to me seem more shallow and meaningless. All the while, I've found out frequently through Facebook and our mutual friends that she's been getting closer and closer with other people and hanging out with them more and more and more. I've had a lot of trouble dealing with all of this because this girl's supposed to be my best friend, right? Recognizing all of this has made me so nervous whenever I would see her in person. What if I accidentally say something wrong that could drive her to not talk to me for days? What if I say something to make the situation even more daunting and heartbreaking for me? However, even with thoughts like these, I disregarded my feelings of extreme sadness and loneliness for a while, a long while, and I continued to give my effort into our friendship every single day by texting Kelsey and sincerely checking in with her. 
Sometimes I honored my feelings and tried to open up conversations about this with Kelsey, but we both just get emotional during these conversations and nothing changes moving forward. The only thing that changes is the fact that each time I feel even more helpless than I did before. And each time we've tried to have a productive conversation to, quote, fix our friendship, I've always been the one to start the conversation. Kelsey has never showed interest or sincere concern in our friendship unless I have. I've poured so much of myself into this friendship because it meant so much to me in the past. But for the past month, I have been putting in the least amount of effort towards our friendship and I've actually felt happier. But I'm just confused now. I still think about what went wrong in our friendship for her to start acting like this, but I can't think of absolutely anything. And Kelsey hasn't told me a reason for the state of our friendship in one of our past conversations either. So now I'm wondering... Should I just spend some time apart from Kelsey or should I try to heal from this without closure and cut off a little part of our friendship that's left? If so, then how? Any thoughts about the situation would be greatly appreciated. Also, I'm a two on the Enneagram. So Taryn, as you can imagine, this situation has been weighing so heavily on me for what seems like forever. I love you guys. Sorry this was long. It was not. Anonymous. Oh, yeah. Um, and I hope it made sense. Anonymous. Oh, man. Oof. It's so funny because the whole time you're reading it, I was like, ugh, like just so heartbreaking. And try. I always try to like put myself in like, this is me, right? Yeah. And then... Um, it's kind of our tactic when yeah, you read your I, guys' stories. <laughs> yeah. That's why we're so good at it. I am her. She I is me. I am her. She is me. Um. And so I was just thinking like, oh, like my worst nightmare, right? And then she says she's a two and I'm like, oh my God. Oh my no God. wonder, yeah. We're the same. This is so hard, dude. Friendship. Friendship stuff is the worst. We've the talked about this worst. on the podcast before. Yeah. Any relationship stuff, guy stuff, whatever. It it all hurts and it's hard. Friendship stuff stings 10 times harder yep. than any kind of like boyfriend drama that I've ever had that Taryn, I'm sure that Taryn's ever had. Um and it's it's just heartbreaking when it appears like two people might be growing apart. Yeah, like I I don't think about my ex. I mean, I do every once in a while because I've only dated one guy. So like anytime something comes up about relationships or dating stories or whatever, obviously like he comes to mind because he's all I've like experienced. But when I think about him or he comes up, there's no sadness there because like it was honestly like the best thing that could have happened. Yeah. But to this day, anytime like I randomly will think about my best friend who we had like a really rough friendship breakup. I it like my heart hurts. Like mm-hmm. I wonder like how he's doing. Like he had a baby. Like I can't believe like I've never met the baby. Like it's so it still is so like painful to think about that relationship ending because he was someone I thought would like always be in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah, same. I very similar situation. I have, you know, had numerous heartbreak with guys. Um, nothing can compare to I had one best friend growing up and we don't talk anymore. And I can't even like that's the one thing that I think makes me sad. It stings, is right? That we we to this day like just we just don't talk. And, we, yeah. and, that, and what's 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 different? Or actually, I would say what's I would say I went through a very similar situation to you, anonymous, where nothing specific happened. There wasn't a dramatic breakup or this big falling 
out moment or a yelling at the top of our lungs mm-hmm. and then we agree to like not see each other anymore. It was a slow fade. Yeah. And it was really like I saw it coming and I I remember multiple times being like, Oh, I haven't haven't seen yeah. her in a minute. And then realizing, oh, it seems like she has a different friend group now that I wasn't involved with. And I remember watching that slowly happen and and having a moment where it was like well, do I go try to like force myself into this new friend group? Yeah. Um, and, and inevitably I ended up not. And I don't regret anything. Like I, I think I made those choices for a reason. I mm-hmm. think she made her choices for a reason. And people are allowed to grow apart. It doesn't mean that I don't love her anymore. But it's it's sad to watch it happen slowly. Yeah. And knowing that you could probably try and it won't be the same, but you could still be like friendly. But sometimes there's there's no reason to yeah well especially if you're the person that's getting like left behind like it's hard it's like I don't know I just think for me like when I hear your story I think there's obviously like multiple ways you could go right Mm -hmm. um you could have a another big dramatic conversation where you just tell her like hey this is how I'm feeling um I will say that to an extent the more of those conversations you have and nothing changes, the more I think it damages you. So I would be careful. Like we've said it before, like you shouldn't have to convince someone to like love you. Mm -mm. Um, But if you feel like that would be helpful for you to like get something out, I think you can have a conversation. Yeah. You could totally just cut her out and like move on with your life and do what you have to do. But I think there's also like, a third option that I feel like people don't utilize as much. And I think it, I think if you come to a place where you're like, okay, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. It's, it, it's hurting me. So obviously I have to create some boundaries, but I think that there are certain people that we can keep in our lives that they come and go. And if we happen to be around and we want to hang out and it works out, then like cool. And you can go and hang out with her and have fun and laugh and like all this stuff. Yeah. But you still can walk away with like, but I'm not putting any like dependence on her. I'm not, she's not anyone I'm like looking to for my own happiness. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you can still step away and be like, I accept that our friendship is what it is right now. But then if she hits you up, Instead of it being this big, like, she thinks she can come around and just, like, text me now and hang out with me now. You can just be like, cool. Like, yeah, I'm totally free on Wednesday. I'm down to hang out and go and have fun and then move on with your life, like, the next day. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't have to always be like that. So I think you just really need to check in with yourself. I will say as a two, it's a lot harder to do for people who are so, like, if I love you, I give you my whole heart, you know? Yeah. But I, I do think I have friendships nowadays that I don't think we would be friends if not for the fact that we've been friends for years. And when they come around, like I take it for what it is and we have so much fun, but I'm not like they're not necessarily the people I would call when I'm having a hard day. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I had um, I had the experience of watching my mom and her best friend go through a, a yeah. dramatic breakup. Yeah. Um, and I... One thing I remember telling myself then um, was I remember being like, you can have w- more than one best friend mm-hmm. and there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. And I agree with what Taryn said. No one person should have the power 
to make you happy or not happy. That doesn't belong on anyone else but you. Not in romantic, not in friendship, not in like family. Life partners, best friends, dogs. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No one should have that power over your life. That belongs to no one but you. And I fully believe that the only person that can change your happiness is you. And all that means is prioritizing yourself. So if that, I'm not saying you need to go find a new best friend, but maybe find a friend to hang out with that Mm -hmm. can fill you up and actually pour into you. And then when you do see your friend, your best friend, um, you can, you know, connect with her also, but you should be able to be happy without hearing from her every single day. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, And that's exactly what Taryn said. I completely agree. I think there needs to be some kind of separation Mm -hmm. where you learn to find happiness and love and acceptance and fulfillment on your own. And then I I, I feel like when you do hang out with Kelsey, you'll you'll be able to appreciate and love her where she's at Mm -hmm. because she's clearly like experiencing something or going through something or who knows what yeah. she could share. That'd be great. <laughs> that'd be really helpful, yeah. Kelsey. But um, that that leaves that leaves a, a, a buffer mm-hmm. to protect you. And in the end, you have to protect yourself. Yeah. No one's going to protect you over themselves. Yeah. And I think like the I think what's hard is the title best friend. It's not given lightly. Mm-hmm. And I think there is an expectation that comes like when I know for me, like if I have someone that I call my best friend, they are the person that I feel like that you go to would be around and would be there for me and, and knows Lean what's going on. on. Yeah. So I think. I think that title, there comes like some expectation and rightfully so. Great power comes Comes great great responsibility. responsibility. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just going to throw this out there. If anyone knows Andrew Garfield, I really feel like we're soulmates. (laughs) So I would really appreciate like the connection. Thank you. Hook it up. Anyways. um, So, but I think it's okay. Like maybe she is not your best friend anymore does that mean you guys can't be friends and does that mean you know like come a year or two later when like your lives are in different chapters you can't pick back up no right like it's not some like final thing yeah but i think i think for you if you're something like me i think taking that pressure off the relationship of being like okay i love her and i love what she was to me in this last chapter of my life but like we just our friendship is not the same as it was and so i need to like adjust you know yeah. and that's fi- i think that's okay yeah and i don't i don't think you mentioned your age i'm scanning right now and i don't see your age um but it feels like you might be late teens early 20s 20s i'm i'm a guess 20s either way you you feel younger um, and I, I mean, in the grand scheme of life, because yeah. <laughs> um, so, we're so old and wise, because we're just you know <laughs> thirty now and full of wisdom. Yeah, um, I think this is actually very normal for for all people to meet new people and try new things. And we we talk about this in podcasts all the time, like ex- learning about yourself and what works for you mm-hmm. and what doesn't work for you. Um, and surrounding yourself by new people all the time is one of those things where you where you learn about yourself and who yeah. you click with. Um, I agree with Taryn. I think there feels like you're trying to make this finality decision 
that I don't think needs to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's necessary. I think I, I think you feel hurt. And so you're feeling like this is the end of a friendship. Yeah. But I don't think it has to be at all. I think I think separation is healthy. Distance is healthy. And as long as you stay friendly with her and um, prioritize yourself, I think you guys can still be friends while you like navigate through this next chapter of life. Yeah. Like the difference is if you're like, hey, I got tickets to like a show do you want to go on Thursday if she's like oh I'm busy then you'd be like okay and then you find someone else to go with versus now it would be like hey would you want to go and she says no so you feel like hurt you're like of course she's probably hanging out with someone else like there's so much tied to it which I think you need to cut and just be like it is what it is and I'll take what she gives and I'll give what I can give but other than that like you need to find other people that are going to invest yeah, in you. The way I you agree. Need. Kelsey needs to freaking share what's going on. But also, I think you're taking a lot of things personally that you don't necessarily know are factually personal. Yeah, like you take know? some of your power back yeah. of your emotions, you know? Anonymous, you got, you this. got this. We're proud of you. Um, friendship stuff is sticky, but I think you're going to handle it well. Yeah. Um, well, moving on to the other type of relationships. Ooh. Ooh. Romantic ones. This, my story is titled Male Validation. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. That's a great title. Yeah. I feel like I nailed that well. UGH. Ugh. That's how I type it. Like, if I'm like, like, UGH, if I just text it, it's, it's, ugh. I read UG. UG. <laughs> like the slipper. You know? <laughs> UG. Um, I appreciate this person too because they started the email with just saying anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Hi, Taryn and Ashley. Hey. My name is... I'm not going to say it. Anonymous. But I would like to stay anonymous, please. I am an Enneagram 2 Wing 1 and I am an INFJ. I still need to take that. I don't really know what I am. Um, I don't... I, I've, I have taken it, but I haven't researched it, so I'm not confident and yeah. I'm not going to say anything about yeah. it because I don't trust I myself. <laughs> I feel like I am both of your personalities wrapped into one, which we both I'm share. a two wing three. Oh yeah, but you're a nine wing one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she is like right around that. A little bit, a little mm-hmm. bit. In a recent episode, Taryn said she wanted to know everything. So here is everything. Oh, thank God. Currently, I am a first year psych and English major at nice. a pretty good school, not Ivy League, but definitely for smart kids. <laughs> Love that. I love that for Rock you. Rock that. I love What's that, that like? I don't think I could have gotten into smart <laughs> person I school. I feel like I wouldn't I have valued, been accepted. Um, interpersonal relationships <laughs> over like, my education. Major. I feel like I fit in except in one category. And that category is love. Mm. I thought you were going to guess. I wasn't with me. I wasn't there. I wasn't on okay. the same page. I'm so sorry. Should we, tr- should we try it again? Nope. Nope. It, it happened. One, two, three. Love. love. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Here's the backstory. My whole life I've been single and craved male validation. <laughs> Probably because of my daddy issues. LOL. Mm. You know what? We all have some type of issue. Yep. Don't worry. Yep. So when something traumatic would happen, I tended to hyper focus on a boy in order to cope. Oh, I get it. Like, that was her, like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. In 2020, I went through the worst thing in my life. My little sister, who was 14, passed away from cancer. Oh. I'm so sorry. It breaks my heart. I loved her so much, and I still do. She was my best friend, and I miss her every day. Anyway, that being said, I had to cope. 
So I hyper fixated on a boy and I based how I felt every day on how many times he looked at me, if he talked to me, etc. Bad cycle. Mm. Later on, after going through therapy and such, I realized I had a male validation issue. So I came to college and decided I was going to be my own B word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love it. Bish. Love it. In the first semester, I was confident, happy, and proud of myself. I have never felt cooler in my life. I was doing my own thing for myself. And this is hard for me because I have social anxiety. Mm. And just doing your everyday baddie stuff. I was going to parties and I felt good. Until a boy came in my life. I turned back to my old ways and put all my worth into what he thought of me. I still ended up feeling good because for some reason he was obsessed with me. We hung out quite a bit and I ended up really liking him. Then I realized I was starting to feel insecure again. Especially around him, probably because he's a skinny boy. Which, nothing wrong with skinny boys. I'm just thick. So it made me a little insecure. Love a thick. Thick. I'm right there with you, girl. Long story short, I cut my hair, got a nose piercing, and ended things with him. Hell yes. (laughs) I love that. I love her so much. I love the sequence in which that happened. Yes. I think I felt like I was going to fall even deeper into my male validation loop. Now that I have ended things with him, though I feel weird, I feel like I don't have a purpose. I find myself being extremely jealous of my friends and relationships, and that never used to bother me. What I'm getting at and what I really need advice on is how do I turn back into the girl I was at the beginning of college? How do I love myself as I did then? I miss the way I used to be, and I don't want to fall into the trap of male validation again. Any advice is appreciated. (laughs) And she put hype section. I didn't do in the beginning, but you ladies are literally amazing. I actually feel like I know both of you and you are my big sisters. I've been listening to you guys through everything I've gone through and you have helped shape me into who I am and who I want to be. Listening to your podcast reinforced my passion for being a therapist. Yay, therapy. I love you both so much and you deserve the world. Also, Ashley, watching you and Alicia interact. Oh my God, it's going to make me cry. Um, makes me remember what it was like to have my sister with me. So keep doing what you're doing and appreciate your sister for everything. Oh my God, that she is. Love you, ladies. Anonymous. Wow. I'm unwell. I'm unwell too. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know. Um, I cannot. Oh my God. I feel like we should just go into that first. I can't imagine what it must be like for you and um, the amount of strength that you must have to like pull out every single day just to live life I cannot imagine um and I just want to applaud you for um moving forward with your life and continuing forward I'm sure that's what she would want um and I don't want to talk about this anymore (laughs) I know um but to the the question at hand (laughs) um I think that this kind of coincides with the same thing that I was talking about in our other story I think what's happened is you are giving too much power to someone. And in this story, this life situation, it's these guys who don't even realize that they have this power. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think it's really interesting. I used to do that a lot in high school. I didn't date in high school. Like I had a boyfriend, my first boyfriend was in middle school and then I didn't date 
for all of high school. I didn't jump back into the dating scene until college. Multiple reasons. One, uh, I just, I don't think I was in a, a good place to date. Two, all the guys in my high school sucked. Like, it, yeah. <laughs> there were slim pickings. All the good ones had were taken. So it just wasn't an option. And three, so, your haircut. And I also <laughs> resembled a boy. So maybe they can didn't even please, realize I was. Wait, wait, can we please post? <laughs> yeah. Any excuse I have to post that photo? <laughs> I, I was rough in high school. So, I feel like I also, because I wasn't dating and I was not cute, I think it forced me to also kind of fantasize about guys in like older grades that I had crushes on, but like were not an option for me. Yeah. Um, I would like pass them in the hall and be like, oh my God, they looked at me. Or like, you know, I'd wear a cute top and wonder if they noticed, even though I never spoke with them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this oh, yeah. was all in my head. But like, whether they like looked at me, passed me, possibly like brushed hands or something like that altered my day and I know it's something we all do but it shouldn't have like it shouldn't make me happier less happier what someone else does and it goes back to the story that we were talking about earlier um, with Kelsey and the friendship only you can Mm -hmm. make yourself happy and this is it's I'm sure your therapist has told you this because this sounds like something a therapist would say (laughs) just tooting my own horn here for a second um you have to take that power back and you can't let literally anyone make you happy or not. Yeah. I think like, I mean, obviously like me, me and Ash are both like very close with our siblings, which it sounds like you were like, my brothers are my best friends and I like mentally can't even go there to imagine like what that would be like losing one of them. So I think you, need to give yourself so much grace and space to like it makes sense that you needed a way to cope Mm -hmm. and I think that yes in the long run like this could be something that's harmful and you do need to pay attention to it but it sounds like you're very aware of like why you crave it and like why that became something um that you needed for happiness. It's kind of like when I talked about like um, binge eating and what my therapist said, like binge eating basically becomes like I was sad one day and I ate food, which caused my body's chemicals to like release things that made me feel happy. And my brain was like, whoa, I was sad and you just did that and that made me feel better. So Mm -hmm. the next time I got sad, it craved that. And it's that's how that cycle happens. Mm -hmm. And I would not doubt that the same thing happened with you. Like you were in such a low place Mm -hmm. and then you got attention from a male, which made you feel distracted and happy for a second and you started to crave it. So like it makes total sense to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Logical. Yeah, and and what I would say, like, my, for me to break that cycle, it was, like, recognizing when those feelings would come and then learning how to replace that action. So, like, when I would get sad and I would have that intense craving for food, being like, okay, I'm going to pick up my phone and call a friend or I'm going to start a Lego set or I'm going to start, like, trying to replace it to start to break that cycle of every time I feel sad I need to eat. Yeah. Um, and I don't, you know, I don't know like how much correlation can be drawn to like where you're at, but, but for me, that was something that helped. And I think you are in a cycle that you're like desiring to break. So 
I would definitely like explore that. You mentioned you went to therapy. I don't know if you're still in therapy, but that would definitely be something I would oh, suggest. We so recommend therapy. Yes. And um, you said we reinforce your passion for being a therapist. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that means you're currently in school doing it or if you already have your degree. But either way, like I know when you do like when I was going to school to be a therapist, like you're able to get hours like in your own therapy. So I would definitely explore that and see what options are out there. But I just think you have been through so much. Mm -hmm. And I think that you have every right to be coping and trying to figure out how to make yourself feel better in those times. But I think because you are aware of what's going on, this is like a perfect time to like jump into finding that. Mm -hmm. And I think what was different in college is you had a very big shift. You're like, I'm going to college. I'm going to be different. And you entered into that. Mm -hmm. And so I think I think maybe like that's needed again of like, okay, I'm going to enter into this new chapter, whether that's. I'm swearing off dating for a while, or maybe I'm going to make myself continue to date, but be extra like intentional about what I'm giving and the time I'm spending and kind of like almost like immersion therapy, right? Like I'm going to put myself in the source of the problem, but see if I can learn different ways to navigate. That's literally what I was going to say. I was going to say moving forward, you either need to separate Mm -hmm. and work on yourself or you need to have a plan diving into dating mm-hmm. um i Taryn and I, have, I feel like we've been talking about this a lot with different yeah. people um sometimes it really depends on who you are as a person so check in with yourself first um sometimes it's so much better to just go on the date but have like a full plan of like what that's going to look like yeah. what you're allowed to do what your boundaries are um is this just a word we're, we're just talking you're not you're not even trying to find a boyfriend. You're just trying to be social. Yeah. Or are you trying to date? Like figure out what those things are first before entering into the dating scene so that you feel safe and yeah. so that you are protected. I agree. Other people would rather not date at all, not let anyone in at all until they feel safe on yeah. their own and then go into dating. Mm-hmm. Nothing, both ways are fine. You just need to figure out what works best yeah. for you so that you're protected Cause that's the most, that's what we, that's all we want. That's yeah. all you want. That makes sense. Yeah. And I think too, like, I feel like you're in a hard place because it's like, I love food and food does make me happy. And I think I went through this stage of being like, Oh, I can't like, I can't eat when I'm sad. And like, I can't let food be like something that makes me happy where instead I had to learn how to shift to where I could be happy when I eat food and I love to eat food and there are days where I eat just like way too much because like the food was so good Mm -hmm. but there's a difference in the motivation right like I'm not doing it as a band-aid I'm doing it because I enjoy it yeah so I think like male validation I think it's super healthy and normal for you to be like yeah, that guy's checking me out. And like, he just said this and like, whatever. Like, I think that's what is like fun about relationships. So it's learning how to like, be like, yes, I can enjoy this Mm -hmm. and not feel guilty about enjoying it. Mm -hmm. But I also need to realize the times I'm seeking it to fix me. Yes. Or 
I'm enjoying it because it's coming and like, of course I'm going to let it gas me up. A hundred percent. I've one of the running jokes in our house is that Ashley dates a lot. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I, I like became aware the last few years that I just, I love, I, I love dating. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. I love getting ready for dates. I, I love feeling a little nervous. I love like the first few dates when you're just asking a bunch of questions. Um, and I think there have been times where I felt lonely and I was like, I'm going to hop on the app and I'm going to go on a date because I was feeling yeah. insecure or lonely or um, not enough or yeah. whatever those reasons are. Yeah. And that's where you need to be self-aware mm-hmm. because it's OK to like guys. It's OK to want to go on dates all the time. Yeah. It's OK to want male validation. It's OK to like food like that's living. And what's living if you don't love yeah. food and love dating, you yep. know, like anyways. You want to be able but, to live life, but the second you feel like that tinge of, am I like needing this yes. right now? That need part is not okay. And that's when you need to check yourself. And I think you in college, you starved yourself of it. Mm-hmm. So the issue wasn't there because you just fully yeah, like, were like, it it's not there. Yeah. So I think that's where the unrealistic part came in. So I think you do need to find ways to let yourself enjoy it and not to be like, oh my God, I'm like mm-hmm. getting attention and I feel good and I, oh, this is unhealthy. And but it's, it's evil. like, yeah. So yeah. it's just, it's just kind of like separating all the pieces back out and learning like how to bring them in in a healthy way. But 100%. Taryn Renee, well said. Yeah. Thanks, Ash. It was good. Um, but yeah, Anonymous, I'm sending you my like entire heart and I just hope that just you are you. able to keep you know, remembering your sister and bringing her everywhere with you um, and heal and all the things. But I, I really wish you the best. Oof, same. Love you. Love you. If you ever see us in real life, Hug I don't us. know when that would happen. I don't know if life would permit this, but if we ever see each other in real life, please let me know who you are so I can hug you because I, I would love that. <laughs> Oh, wait, this is kind of perfect. Okay, because we said the sentence earlier. With great reflexes comes great <laughs> response ability. No. Did you get it? Yeah. <laughs> I love that we just said it. Oh, man. Uh, I finally <laughs> I finally saw Spider-Man. And so good. Guys, oof, so good. Andrew Garfield, people. Uh-huh. All right. I just have a feeling. Guys, we're meant to meet. guys, we made it to the end of the episode. If you made it all the way to the dad joke, we love you the mostest. Um, be sure to check us out on all of our social platforms where we continue the conversations that we have here on the podcast. Um, like and subscribe and share this episode with anyone who needs it. Yes. Um, and yeah, love you guys. Love you so much. Bye. Bye.